It's an age-old question as to why some people seem to be getting healed and others don't. Well, first, I want to tell you that God desires for everyone to be healed, and that includes you. But it's so helpful to look back at the instances where people were healed in the scripture and see just what was taking place there so that we can understand what released God to be able to perform his perfect will in their bodies. Hey, everybody, welcome to the Be Healed Podcast, a ministry of the Gospel Mission Network. I'm your host, Steve Hannett, and I love speaking and teaching and praying for the sick because God is filled with compassion and Jesus has bled on the cross for us to be free from all sickness and disease. This is why they call the gospel the good news. Well, the Be Healed podcast is filled with interviews and testimonies and teachings, all aimed to build up a really strong biblical faith in healing and how to release that power and that anointing from the Lord into your own life so you can be healed. Together we have reached 160 countries and I want to give a personal thank you to everyone who's listening and following the podcast and I just recommend that you share it with people because this will enable them to have the chance to be healed, to learn God's promises. Today's episode is the second message in a series entitled, Why Were They Healed? Grab your Bibles, grab your notebooks, and let's get ready to dig in. Let's open up our Bibles to the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 8, beginning with verse 1. It records the history of a man who was full of leprosy meeting Jesus in a powerful encounter and actually walking away completely 100% free and healed of every ounce of leprosy. We can find this account in Matthew, in Mark, and in Luke the three synoptic gospels. And they each give a little bit of some nuance of additional detail to put the story together. But we're going to focus on the gospel of Matthew chapter 8 verses 1 through 4. And so let's begin reading at verse 1. It says, when he had come down from the mountain, great multitudes followed him. And behold, a leper came and worshiped him saying, Lord, if you are willing you can make me clean. Then Jesus put out his hand and touched him, saying, I am willing, be cleansed. Immediately his leprosy was cleansed. And Jesus said to him, See that you tell no one, but go your way, show yourself to the priest, and offer the gift that Moses commanded as a testimony to them. All right, let's let's take a look at what's happening here. We have a man who is uh, sick. He has leprosy. And the Gospel of Luke in chapter 5, verse 12, tells us that he was a man who was actually full of leprosy. Now, for those who don't know, back in the Bible times, if you had leprosy, you were basically not allowed to congregate and be with people. You were quarantined. And you were living in often a leprosy-type camp where you were with other lepers. So to have leprosy was not only a physical uh, pain and problem, but it was also a social uh, hardship. And it would have changed anybody's life if you have leprosy. And it was something that was very, very traumatic 
uh, a lot of sores on the body. It's something that they could not heal. It's something that they could not give medication for. So when we have this man who is full of leprosy coming to Jesus, there's going to be a degree of desperation. And a lot of people listening to this podcast right now will understand what it means to be desperate when you're sick or when you have pain. It's always easy for somebody without pain and without that diagnosis to kind of judge or or maybe not judge, but not necessarily have clear empathy. You, you, you don't feel what they feel. But people who have suffered with problems for a while and have their lives changed because of that diagnosis really can understand what this leper was feeling and what he must have been feeling when he came to Jesus. In other words, he really wanted his help. We can even see in the Gospel of Mark, chapter 1, verse 40, it says that the leper came to him, but he wasn't just talking to him, he was imploring him. And this word to implore is a Greek word, parakaleo, and it really means to pray, it means to beseech, uh, to kind of beg. So it's, it's revealing to us that he really was coming with an urgent need. So let's begin to take a look at some of the keys that we can discover from the scripture as to what really went on in this situation of why this leper does in fact get completely healed. So let's take a look at some of the things that the leper did. Well, the first thing was he didn't stay home. <laughs> he didn't stay home complaining or lamenting or being in depression. He got up and he went to go to Jesus. He didn't allow the doubt of his circumstance or the pain of his circumstance or the rejection he felt from other people hinder him from coming to Jesus. Now, this man doesn't even know yet if it's God's will to heal him or not, but yet he comes to him anyway. He could have just stayed in the leper colony he could have just stayed more comfortable there in a sense because he wouldn't have suffered the ridicule or the rejection of people outside that camp. But it says that he leaves the, the, the place where he was and he goes to be with Jesus. So whatever difficulties he would have had to endure, he still overcame them and came to Jesus. So we can't minimize this maybe step that would be easy to overlook because a lot of people think about Jesus. They, they maybe think about their problem or they think about things and they go to the doctors and they go to different friends and they go to different places. But this man went to Jesus and he went to him and he doesn't just come and stand next to him. He reveals what he thinks about him because the Bible says he came and he worshiped him. Meaning, not only did he come to Jesus, he comes as a worshiper of Jesus. He worshiped him. Now, I don't think this means that he began to break out in song in front of Jesus, but I believe that he came with a heart that deeply honored who Jesus is. You see, it says in Luke chapter 5, verse 12, that he saw Jesus, he falls on his face and he calls him Lord. I mean, to fall on your face in front of someone is an extreme act of worship. It, it also says in, in, uh, in the Gospel of Mark that, that he was kneeling down in front of him. 
And so we see that he even physically was honoring the Lord and verbally calls him Lord. So we see that he first comes to Jesus too. He worships him. And now when he's having dialogue with him, he says something really, really amazing. He says, if you are willing, you can make me clean. Now, this really highlights the idea that he knows that it's the will of God in his situation that's going to make the difference. He already declares, you can make me clean. We see that in Luke chapter 5, verse 12. We see it in Matthew chapter 8, verse 2. And we see it in Mark chapter 1, verse 40. He declares that God can make him clean, that Jesus Christ can make him clean. But he needs to know if it's God's will. You see, he doesn't really know because he said, if you are willing, you can do this. But I, I, I don't know if you are willing, but I believe you can. So key number three is he knew that it had to be God's will to perform the miracle. And what's so powerful is that Matthew chapter 8, verse 3, Jesus stretches forth his hand. He puts out his hand and touches him saying, I am willing, be cleansed. Immediately his leprosy was cleansed, the Bible says. So we see that Jesus puts out his hand and touches him. This is not something that you would see every day. This is something that you would never see. Because if you touched a leper, one, you could be in fear of getting leprosy. Two, you were basically deemed unclean because you've touched him. So the fact that Jesus puts forth his hand and touches him is Jesus breaking the human understanding and the, the barrier that prevented him from receiving a touch. Now, I just have to think, I wonder how long it was before somebody physically touched this man. And here, the love of God, the power of God breaks through all those barriers and touches him and cleans him, cleanses him. You see, it says, if you are willing, you can make me clean. If you are willing, and Jesus proves it, and he says, I am willing. In Luke chapter 5, verse 13, Jesus says, I am willing. And in the gospel of Mark, it says in verse 41, I am willing. All three gospels record that this man needs to know that it's the will of God. And all three record that Jesus is declaring, I am willing. We need to know that it's God's will to heal us. And these verses should settle it in our heart that it is God's will to heal us. You see, the Bible says in Romans chapter 2, verse 11, he says, For there is no partiality with God. If God forgives one, he will forgive another. If God heals one, he will heal another. And when it says that God said, I am willing for that man, we can receive that for our own lives. What a faith-building truth that Jesus didn't die for some he died for all. John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave. He didn't just love some people in it. He loves all in it. And so we need to know that it is God's will to heal us. And we need to understand that 
that will make a difference, a tremendous difference in your prayer life when you're not asking God, if it be thy will, you are now saying, Lord, thank you that it is your will to heal me. Oh, I can feel the Spirit of God move on me as I'm even saying that, because that's where faith is going to flow from, from the will of God. All right, let's go to the next key. The Bible says that he says, you can make me clean. Well, he's revealing he believes that Jesus is able to get the job done. He's able to do the healing. He has the power. He just needed to know, is it your will? But now the man knows it's your will and you are able. When you are able and you believe that it is God's will, you expect it to happen. You expect the will of God to flow in your body. This is a tremendous, tremendous faith-building truth again, that he believed God was able. So when you and I believe that God wants to and that God is able, it creates a faith expectation for the healing to flow. All right, let's go to the next key. It says in the scripture, he says, if you are willing, you can make me clean. Now, this is very important because he doesn't say heal me. He says, you can make me clean. Jesus even repeats this same way and says, I am willing, be cleansed. He doesn't say healed. He doesn't say free of leprosy. He says, be cleansed. Well, praise God, the Bible's revealing something here to us because the term cleansed in Greek is the word katharidso, and it means to clean, to purge, to get clean from physical stains and dirt, but it's also used for the cleansing or forgiveness or freedom from guilt of sin. It means to purify. A related word is katharismos, which means to purify or to cleanse from the guilt of sins. And so when the leper is coming, he's not just saying, hey, Lord, I I think you can just take away this leprosy. He's saying, you can change my spiritual condition. And when you cleanse me of sin, I believe that I will be healed. So again, this is where we see the bifold blessing of the doctrine of healing, that it isn't separated from the forgiveness of sins, but but rather the forgiveness of sins is linked to the healing of our bodies. And this is why it is so powerful that he says, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. Lord, if you are willing, you can forgive me. You can cleanse me of sin. You can restore my spiritual condition and I will be free. And Jesus again uses the same word and he says, be cleansed. So he believed in the redemptive work of Jesus Christ and the bifold blessing of the two coming together to produce healing, both forgiveness of sins and the healing of our bodies. Yes, this is seen in communion when we see that Jesus's blood cleanses us from sin, but the stripes on his back of his suffering, according to Isaiah chapter 53, reveal that by his stripes we are physically healed. Praise God. What was the culmination of these things coming together between the man coming to Jesus, the man worshiping Jesus, the man believing Jesus could do it, and the man seeking and finding out that it's the will of God to heal him. It's Jesus's will and the idea that he believed and received the cleansing of his sins and his body. The culmination, the the result of all these things is the man was immediately healed. Matthew chapter 3 verse 8 says, immediately his leprosy was cleansed. 
praise God. You see, this connection between the things of the leper and the will and compassion and work of God come together. It creates healing. Well, I pray that you've understood some of these things, but I pray not only that you understand them, but that this mixture of these elements will be found in your mind and more importantly, in your heart, and that you will be able to pray and go to the Lord with confidence after hearing why and how this leper was healed. God desires to see us come to him and, and declare, Lord, we know that it's your will. You, you revealed it to the leper and you've revealed it to us in Matthew and Mark and Luke. And Lord, now I come to you with faith. This is what God wants. He wants us to come to him with faith and with expectation. And he desires to reach forth and to touch us and to heal us. I thank God for these texts because they have greatly encouraged me. They've greatly encouraged me that no matter what the problem is, I know the work of Jesus on the cross is what cleanses me of my sin. And I know that his suffering has taken our pains and our torments, our sicknesses and our diseases. And this will come true in your life. Jesus, we thank you. We thank you, God, that you are merciful and compassionate. Thank you, God, that you have revealed your will. And thank you, God, that you give us the chance to come before you, to get out of wherever we are and to come to you. And Lord God, to worship you, to get on our faces before you and declare that it is your will to heal us. And Lord, to receive what you desire to do in our lives and our bodies. Father, we thank you. Just thank him right now and ask him to touch your body. And Lord, I intercede for those who are praying right now for you to touch their bodies. Lord, that they would receive the forgiveness of their sins and the healing of their bodies by believing in you that you are the son of God and receiving you into their heart. Lord, we give you thanks in the name of Jesus for the touches happening right now, the touching of bodies, the touching of minds, the touching of marriages, the touching of lives. Lord, I give you thanks in the name of Jesus. Father, let it be settled in everyone's heart who's praying that in the name of Jesus Christ, we are healed. And by the stripes of Jesus Christ, we are healed. And we receive it now in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Amen. Well, praise God. Again, we thank you for listening to the Be Healed podcast. I'm Steve Hannett. This is a ministry of the Gospel Mission Network. Make sure you reach out to us, get on our mailing list, and text the word healing to 94000. And there's a free gift there about your identity. We love you. God bless you. And we'll look forward to talking with you next week. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Be Healed podcast today. I'd love to connect with you on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Steve Hannett, and you can get a lot of our latest information and announcements there. Also, would love for you to know about our TV program called The Miraculous Life. It airs on Sid Roth's It's Supernatural Network, also known as ISN. You can go to their website. You can download the app ISN on your phone, and you can listen to it also on our YouTube channel, just go to youtube.com forward slash Steve Hannett. There's amazing teachings and testimonies of God's power healing people and breaking through. Truly, he calls us to live in his grace and peace. Well, until next week, may Jesus Christ lead you, guide you, and establish you 
in the fullness of his grace and power. Be sure to share this podcast with someone who you know it will bless, and I look forward to talking with you next week. God bless you. Be Healed is a production of the Gospel Mission Network, a church network whose mission is to contribute to the work of the Great Commission by reaching the lost, establishing churches, and cultivating leaders throughout the world. If you'd like to give a tax-deductible gift to support this ministry, simply visit our website at stevehannett.com and click the Donate button. We thank you in advance for your prayer and support.